0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. Let's read something from God's word this morning as we start. We'll be talking about offenses, right? This morning, so we'll be talking about the uh, Satan's weapon. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This morning, I want to move to the greatest sins among Christians. Christians sin every now and then. What, are the, what is the original sin? Or the greatest sin? hallelujah. Let's read (laughs) first Corinthians chapter eight verse 13. Hallelujah. Wherefore, if meat make my brother so offend, we are still on that subject of offense, Satan's weapon of mass destruction among Christians, but we are going to another side of it this morning. So the Bible says, If meat make my brother to offend, I will not, I will eat no flesh while the word standard, lest I make my brother to offend. Why did Paul say this? Why would Paul go to this extent of saying if eating meat will cause somebody to stumble, I will not eat meat. Paul must have read what Jesus said in Matthew 18 from verse 6. And I want us to read. Ah, but who so shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hung about his neck and that it were drawn in the depth of the sea. Some people don't just made certain statements. This is big. He said it is better that they tie stones around your neck and throw you inside water than you should offend any of these little ones. God bless you. Have your seats. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, let me start this way. I think I just saw a video during the week of Pastor Bojo and he said something very, very powerful, which I want to start with. Everything of the things of the spirit, they have two sides. Two sides. So he said that when people do something good for you, write it down. Never forget good things that people do to you. But when you do good things to people, forget it. Never expect them to pay you back. Is that clear? See, that way, you will not get offended. And you will not get frustrated. Frustrated. Anytime you reach out to anybody to help them, as soon as you are done, forget about it. Don't expect them to pay you back. Don't anger on them expecting them to pay you back. Don't visit so that they can visit you. Don't attend someone's program so that they can attend yours, and when it doesn't, you complain. I think we talked a lot about that one. Don't place expectation on any man. You'll be disappointed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you do good to others, forget it immediately. Remove your heart from it. But when they do good to you, and I, I, I hope to get say something very serious this morning. Now, the same way, when people offend you, forgive. But on the other hand, try your best not to offend people. Have you read, follow peace with all men? and holiness, without which no man shall see God. Follow peace with all men. What I have found out is this. The same spiritual energy that it takes to forgive is the same spiritual energy that it takes not to get offended. I have discovered, or not to offend people, people who are very careful, who work in love and don't want to offend anybody, who, when they have the opportunity to, they don't. People who easily forgive, I have found out that, that they are also the people who find it difficult to offend people. In other words, people who avoid offending people, who love people, are also the same people who forgive easily when they are offended. People that I know who recount all that people do to them are the same people who go about hurting other people. Yes. Those who talk about others are the ones who don't want anybody to talk about them. They, 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 I mean, they, but you see, those who forgive others easily don't care what people say about them. And they easily, they avoid talking about other people. It is true. The same spiritual discipline it takes for me when it offends me not to react is the same spiritual discipline I need to avoid stepping on the toes intentionally. Why am I talking about this? So the Bible says that if any two of you shall agree as touching anything, Jesus sort of places the greatest power in the prayer of agreement. Unfortunately, you cannot pray a prayer of agreement if there is no agreement. Among believers across the globe, People, have, people are hurting themselves or on one another, step no on one out because certain rudiments of Christianity are not understood by many. Paul saw something and he said that, hey, if I know that meat will cost my brother. So I have been talking for weeks about the fact that never get into offense. But this morning I want to move a step further by saying that avoid offending people. Don't be a stumbling block on the word of somebody. People are joined churches. And people gossip about them and they left. Listen to me. They will stand before God for not forgiving. Not working forgiveness. But God will also judge the one who offended them. I get what I'm saying. I think Jesus put it this way. That at the harvests. Matthew 13, 41. I want to show you something there. When we're praying this morning, we see God, God is raising a church that will overcome all these things. But it's a two-sided thing. I'm dwelling, see, honestly, you know, I would have loved to go to faith, power, prayer, seven step. But the Lord is keeping me on this thing because of what he's doing in this house that I believe will spread to other churches. Too many civil wars in God's house. And people carry it to marriage. Carry it to everything. Because certain things are not understood. You will never be able to solve a problem in any marriage once somebody is still believing that until she changes, I won't change, until it changes, I won't change. When you find a Christian out of the two of them, the problem will be solved. Yes. We don't honor people so that they can honor us. We honor people because God tells us to honor them. We don't love so that they can love us back. We love because we are love beings. When you find a part in that marriage who says, regardless of what he does or what she does, I am going to be a Christian here, the problem dies very soon. But in many cases, the other person takes a reaction based on what that one is doing. I follow long? Are you following me? Matthew 13, 41. Look at what Jesus said here. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of the kingdom all the things that offend and which do iniquity. Last week we spoke about uh, those who get offended because somebody has done something to them. But Jesus is also saying that why those people will not have a good time standing before him, neither will you also, creating the offense. Hi. What I've just said now has many ramifications. Listen to me, everybody. A time comes, based on what Paul said, that you also will stop dressing any we are not legalistic here, and I don't preach dressing here, but when will you get to a point where what to wear? We edify another Christian, not cause someone else to stumble. I have just shown you now that you might not do anything wrong, but what you are doing can be causing somebody to stumble. Paul started by saying that I have every right under God to eat any meat. He established that one, that there cannot be a sin eating any kind of meat. He said, but the moment I discover... So if you understand, and you are like... I'm just going to dress as an example. That it's not, it's not about what I wear. But when you understand and you grow deeper, like Paul... Then you understand that you might not be wrong by what you wear... But it might be causing an offense to somebody. I believe this is what certain women don't know. It's not about, is it wrong what I'm wearing... But it's about beyond what you are wearing, what is it communicating? I just read to you now. Why don't you get to a point also, love considers other people. Yeah. You know, you can come for a Christian meeting and the way certain people dress, uh, it will affect some people, but it will affect some And the question is that can't you do without it? You can, but you chose not to. But I'm not really picking on dress. I'm just talking about things that we do. Things that we say, how we act, how we live. Jesus said, any little one. So someone I just heard the message and they had just been invited to church. There is a way a worker in church can behave. There is a way a pastor can talk. There is a way a pastor can act and you can demoralize them. Jesus said that it is better that they put stone on your leg and throw you inside the sea. That person will stand before God and answer for his own forgiveness. But the offense also came from you, you also will take part of the judgment. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's a two legged, it's a two way thing. One of the things that the Bible says fornication and adultery they are terrible, they are works of the flesh of God, but they are not the highest sin. The Bible talks a lot about sin among brethren. Sin, a brother sinning against another brother. A sister sinning against another sister. When you speak evil of another Christian, you are like bringing out dagger. In Old Testament, they use physical sword. In New Testament, your sword is your tongue. And with your sword, you can still kill. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Yeah. You see, People will pick offense with you whether you like it or not. If I'm preaching now, somebody can watch and get angry. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you following me? So, if you are not in any way contributing to it, somebody might just feel you are proud for no reason. That's not what I'm talking about. God doesn't look out that; It doesn't go by them. But if there is a way, You can avoid certain things but you hurt people. Yeah. Somebody might might have never been a Christian before. He can become a Christian and the fellow Christian in the place of work can do something that made the possible. Is this Christianity? And then I'm not interested. If truly you have done that, you have put a stumbling block before your brother and that is terrible. And there are many stumbling blocks that people put every now and then. Do you know how many people on the face of the earth who hate the Bible right now because of a contact with a Christian who swindled them, who did this and that, and they think it's okay? A Christian neighbor who is a super gossip. Jesus said, Any little. Anybody be careful among especially new Christians what to say, what to do. Because when they go back, they might have walked away from their inheritance and they will pay for that. But you also that cost it that's what the Bible says. It says shall gather those who offend. This places responsibility on every Christian to watch how we act and what we do wherever we are found. You know, I began to say, when I said, when I said this offer, and I said that, I'm not talking about certain, for instance, we have had cases where a preacher actually raped somebody in a certain church um, in this Lagos. And it has happened in many places. I've seen one also in America and all those places. It will take I know a family two daughters and they both marry pastors and the two pastors beat those women blue black. One she's a citizen of UK. I'm telling you the truth story. Citizen of uh, UK the other one citizen of another country. The two men were Nigerian men. They met here. They were able to travel out and then to start a church because their wives were citizens. So they too became citizens. But what they did to these women, one day I ran into a woman that gave back to the two women. Thank God for some Christians. Sincerely, I thought she would have lost faith in Christianity. But I saw that she was still serving God. I began to rejoice and thank God because the two marriages ended and the two men were behaving like devils. I was told that one of them, when he married a church member and ended they married with his wife, all the Nigerians in that church just passed their Bible and left. Some of them will never come back to Christianity again. He has put a stumbling block. I feel sorry for such a man, except he breaks down with repentance. But on one-on-one, what do believers do to themselves? It's a very deep message this morning that you get to a time in your life your decisions are not only you want to say something but you think about it you know there are Christians who are angry with other Christians even before they are children they talk about it second service I will talk about the second sin first one I am talking about is sin, from, uh, sin from one brethren against another brethren but there is also sin against the church. yeah and that is terrible they are both very terrible Because of something. Mm. I remember. Let's let's read Act 20. Act 20. You see, I will get this way. We we go to something else next week. But I'm praying that we all get this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we end with what Pastor Bailey said this morning when we're having leaders' devotion. Um, Act 20 verse 20 verse 20, how I have kept back nothing from you, I'll show you from house to house. He said, I have taught you publicly and I've shown you from house. That means there are two churches. Every Christian must be a member of two churches. There is a public church There is house to house. If you are not in a cell, you, have a pro- you are not doing right. Paul talked about how he said, I taught you publicly one and from house to house. Church must be of two fold. public church, house to house church. I want where he said, talking about the church, bought by the precious blood of Jesus. Then he began to warn. And any time I read this warning, I tremble. Paul called the elders and he was talking to them. He said, Take it therefore to yourself and to the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made the overseers to fill the church, which he purchased with his own blood. Apostle Paul was saying that, guys, you might be the leader. But these people belonged to Jesus and they were not bought with gold or silver. They were bought by their blood. I remember I was watching, uh, 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 was it Gladiator or Witch Frame? And the guy training the slaves, so this guy was a slave owner and he was always using the slaves to fight wars. And he, he, he had the guy training them and the guy wanted to kill a slave that offended him and the owner spoke from behind. Don't waste my investments. He said, never in your life. Don't kill my slave again. I bought them with money. How much more people bought by the blood? That was why Paul was warning the elders. Why? If a person leaves this church, not because I've done something wrong, then it's between them and God, but if I cause an offense, and I wound somebody, and I hurt somebody, that's a serious matter before God. And now, if you hurt another Christian, it's a serious matter before God. By your decision, this this is why a lot of Christians don't know that Christianity confers on you responsibility to be careful with your words. A Christian does not talk anyhow. Especially when you are being emotional, and you are angry, and you start running your mouth. And too so many people do that. Once something don't go your way, once, once things don't go your way, you begin to talk. And you don't know. The Bible said, do not say before the angel that it was an error. Angels record your speech. They are in your house that they are everywhere. As you end the meeting in church and you start grumbling on the way home, they are there. Could this be the reason why the faith of some don't work? How important is the relationship between one Christian and another? Jesus uttered the power to bind. When you read the Bible and you see that word, thy brother, pay attention. Jesus said that when you have a gift, you want to sow a seed, you want to give an offering, and there is something between you and your brother. He said, leave your gift and go on. In other words, your prayer does not only depend on your faith, it depends on relationship with other Christians also so many people don't know this then Jesus ended by saying that I say to you if you understand this principle of reconciliation whatever you bind on earth I you see I love Bible study Jesus did not say after fasting no wonder there are many people live perpetually on the mountain fasting and and they cannot bind ordinary headache because over there they still walk in bitterness and anger because Christians have been taught the only sin that we frown out fornication, adultery and murder. What about these little little foxes that are spoiling the vine? Sometimes before believers sit, Reverend mentioned a particular well-known minister in this country he was telling me how he had to move away from him. Every single time he visited, visited this man, they were talking about David. They talk about, they talk, about he talk about every other person, and he said he will go home sick. And the Lord told him, that "You better stop this nonsense." Every now and then, believers sit down together. They begin to talk about some other people. Only than thou attitude. Never say anything that will hurt a person if he hears it. If you want to correct, go and meet the person and say it to the person. "Heaven will never record it as a problem if you tell the person directly. But once you bypass and you start and they hear and they become sick. Ah, he said this about me. The Bible said that put away yoke from your midst. Stumbling blocks. I remember a guy that said, he saw a vision, a white man, very elderly, a very old white man. And Jesus told that he door. And everybody that was coming, he was asking them, is your brother's blood in your hand? Before allowing them in. How many people have other people's blood in your hand? You have never killed physically, but you have killed so many people with your words. It's a solemn myth in this morning. You need to repent. Let nobody walk away from Christ or from church because of you. The one that walks away will pay because it should have also learned to forgive but don't contribute to things hurting people. See, it happens, I, I stress more of a pastor can wound. Well, people can also wound a pastor. Now, I'm not preaching because anybody has wounded me. <laughs> By the grace of God, some of us, God has given us an eternal shock absorber. That no matter what you do, no matter what you do. See, from whatever God is taking you to, He starts training you for it. Yes. Six to eight months into the beginning of this church, we we're still struggling with 18, 19 members. And the associate pastor came to announce him that I was going, that he was going to start a church. And he told me that, oh no, I'm not starting the church. Starting. I said, No, you can start. No, no, I'm going to Yaba." But then it started in the Kedja. The Lord told me that, give him your best suit, your best shoe, your best tie. And attend the inauguration. The idea of competition died inside me immediately. As the leader said, before we came here, agent took out to everywhere. I said that once there is a church close by, I'm not interested. But you know what? If a church wants to move to the next compound now, I will sow a seed and help them settle down. But I will never go anywhere where there is already a church. When it looked like our time was going at the next, last venue, and we, we were almost becoming there. We still maintain that standard. No, I am not going to share a fence with another church. But if any other church is coming there, we joy, we welcome them. You need this training. The Lord did all this thing so that if I tell people, look, if I have an issue with you, I will tell you. A lot of people are, they are coming from a background where you have learned to suspect everybody, suspect every decision. It is a pastor who is a weakling that will come forward and use Puppet to address you. Is it that I cannot talk to you that, that I am not used Puppet? but well, no, you can be talking something else and somebody they're talking about me. I am not afraid of you. If I have to say something to you, I will tell you on one-on-one. It will sing better that way. But you can misjudge and say that what they are saying on they are talking about me. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I told the last two, when well, a lady also left, someone I used to pray so much with and said that out of the 18 people in the church, there were just about seven guys. And I said, I don't think I can marry anyone. I I have to go to a church where I can see a better. And I said, no problem. And the next birthday she did, I was there to pray for her and to eat food, even though she had left her church six months. God allowed those things to happen so that something in me, the church that the, uh, the guy that left started, after some money, we were having problems with venue. And we had to leave the under Bridge, where you have KFC now. I went to meet the owner of, it, of venue, and I, I said, we are leaving next week, sir. There is a church like us. In fact, it's our mother church. When they, they want to, can I secure this place for them? And I secure week one, and they came in. The guy looked at me, and he didn't believe it. So for some of us, from the beginning, all these things, they've died inside us. I must have had over 20 people have lived with me. There are some of them, I don't even know where they are. Now. They don't I don't need them to say thank you. But I have one or two now who can buy a car or do anything for me. It's true. Are you getting what I'm saying? To choose never to get offended. But then, add to that a decision not to be saying things that will offend other people. Weigh every decision very well. Ay, sh. Two of the leaders, I'm so glad they have a boss. I don't want to mention so I don't think <laughs> they have a boss, you know, who lived abroad a good part of his life, came back. This is a very big organization, and he doesn't exactly bind to all this church stuff and everything. And later, he said some of his reasons. But then, he met two of our leaders here in the same organization. Ah, And he said, When I want to think against churches, when I think about the two of you, it's like I can't. And he mentioned another fellow. He said, if it were to be that one. it's <laughs> reinforcing my decision to a church. Because it goes to church more than church rats. But the guy is a schemer. Schemer. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. When I see a Christian who wants to marry... A girl or a guy, and the parents are not born again. I begin to pray for them. Because they can be an avenue for this people to be saved. A non Christian parent might not come to church, but they will go to their son's house. Will they find Jesus in your house? Or the way you treat their daughter, you'll confirm that see church is a waste of time. Because your hallelujah is the loudest. But at home, also your slap is the strongest. It's like your slap is directly proportional to your hallelujah. <laughs> My hallelujah belongs. <laughs> I'm talking to say goes this afternoon. Charisma is not character. That somebody can outlive. Ooh. That same lip can pour out insults. Anyway, it will look as if I'm picking on choir, but they are the ones who are on the hand. <laughs> are you with me? <laughs> Hallelujah. Ah, thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to stop here this morning. Stumbling block. Pay attention to yourself. I know this is like a solemn assembly. It's not every message that makes you jump. Some should make you feel sober. Because we need it, wherever we are. That your neighbor that wants to come to church, what does he think about you? Are you a help or a hindrance? Which one? What about that cousin? Paul said that lead voice of offense, conscious voice of offense, before God and before men. It is very important. But I'm not even so much stressing about what you do out there, more than what to do with other Christians. Other Christians. Are people making a shipwreck of their faith because of you? Somebody told me a story. A popular alajji somewhere in Lagos. Into transport business. And the pastor got money from a company, got all the vehicles, it's a very terrible story. And if they allow you to put it on speaker for a living with them, is it true that pastor collected and he found it to be true and he ordered for police to arrest the pastor? When that happens, it makes the gospel difficult more, more, and more, and more. But this morning I am stressing that Jesus Christ, can easily be grieved by how you treat other Christians. They are bought by his blood. Avoid it. Let's end with 1 John 2. Let's start from verse 9. 1 John 2. Hallelujah. He that saith is in light and hated his brother is in darkness even until now. Even though now it's in church, it's still in darkness. This one did not commit fornication. If you hate your brother, if an action that proceeds from you to another Christian is that of hate, the Bible says you are in the dark. Look at verse 10. He that loveth his brother abideth in light, and there's no occasion for stumbling. It, it amazes me sir, how many things that the Bible talks about that they make you glorious and they don't have anything to do with fasting and prayer if you love your brother you the Bible should have said that if you fast for seven days you have light you, you walk in light but the Bible says if you love there's no occasion for stumbling you know the meaning of this you will never take any wrong decision even in business Jesus said I am the light of the world if anyone believes in me it will never work in darkness. It will have the light of life. John 8, 12. The meaning is that that light, it will have understanding of the systems of life. Yeah. For this cause, some waste their money, in Ponzi scheme and all these things. There is a light that guides from within. A believer does not have to make a mistake twice. And should I tell you the truth? If this light is functioning, no matter how well collect, cool a guy is or a lady is, if the marriage is headed for rocks, you will know. You might not be acquainted to hearing clearly, but there is also a way the spirit leads. There is a light inside you that comes alive and makes you know that, hey, stop here. You might want to register your child in a school. If part of what is ahead of that child in that school is that it's going to join the wrong company in that school, the spirit will alert you many times the Holy Spirit does not tell you why it tells you not to do certain things. And you know what? Some you may never know till you get to heaven. Somebody might pay for your school fees Someone and the Lord says don't go there. You just have feeling that you should not take your child there. It means that there is something in that school waiting for that boy. See, it is not every gift we accept. It doesn't mean the giver is wrong. He might not know either. But God's plan is that no, that is not the way your son should go. Is someone blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Love other Christians. Avoid offense. Don't sin against other Christians. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In all your decisions, put others first. That is Christianity. Praise God. Is someone blessed this morning? I want to be sure that this is a solemn message. Is somebody blessed this morning? Before Jesus comes, since He's coming for a church without spot or wrinkle, one church will rise that will get to this. You see, God created Adam naked and Eve because God expects her to be naked before said, not physically. Old Testament was a shadow. At times you pray with people but you don't tell them the whole story. You can as well just pray by yourself. Transparency is not common in Christianity. And I understand some have opened up to people before and the person betrayed them big time. But I say what you should do is that you can leave that person, go look for... You still need people that you can open up to. You might take your time to pray to such. We there come a church. Even if a believer sins, he rose to some sorry. And they pray with you, and it ends there, and nobody broadcasts or issue you around. You know, brethren, I just stole money in my office, and they tell you that, no, go and return it. And they pray with you, and nobody's looking at you tomorrow like a sinner. Oh, you, mean, yes, you don't know him. <laughs> the way he took out the money last week. You know, the matter ends there. They pray with you. They tell you that there is restitution. Go out and return the money. But then, tomorrow, you are the one nobody's acting as him. They don't use your weakness as something to preach. Ah, he did this. I bet you, the old world is looking for this kind of church. It is true. Where intercession does not become a gossiping experience. People are looking for a place, shoulders to lean on and there is no turn on that shoulder. Those who will stand behind you and will not stab you. All the armors of God are at the front. There's nothing at your back. It means mind those who are behind you. Yes. That was why Samson begged his brethren. He was on rock eta. And the Philistines came to arrest him. And he told his brethren, you know, please don't kill me. They said, I won't kill you. He said, what do we do? He said, bind me with a rope. Samson understood that the anointing will work against an enemy but not against a friend. So he was begging his friends, don't kill me. He knew those ones who kill him. He said, but hand me over to the enemy. He knew what he was saying. So they tied him. And the Philistines saw him and they made the mistake. When they saw him, they ran. They shouldn't have done that. The kind of anointing on, on Samson was always triggered by opposition. And the louder you get, the stronger the anointing. So when they saw that he was tied under feet, they shouted, hey! <laughs> the Bible, he just did like this. <laughs> and he looked for a nice jawbone of an ass come. Those are the films we'll be watching in heaven. <laughs> There's no uh, magic or whatever in heaven. This is what we'll be watching. How David Smith killed 800 men. That beat Jackson record. I can't wait to get to heaven. It doesn't mean I'm dying on time. <laughs> No, I, I can't wait for a rapture to happen <laughs> when we all get to heaven <laughs> hallelujah glory to god do we have strong believers here this morning do we have those who cannot be offended now do we have those who avoid offending other people give god praise somebody blessed be the name of the lord the Spirit of God will keep you in His annoying He will order your steps. He will guide you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining the church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late, you are born again, you are part of your family right now, you can go out and rejoice about it. God bless you, we we'll love you, Amen. We'll you.